Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding that it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night? To keep reading, keep listening, keep playing? So good you forgot your life and lived there? So good that the moment it ended you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more, and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on our topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and will be addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. Welcome to the floor news edition. Again, we're going to be starting in the Witcher worlds of the fantasy since that is currently where we are recording our lore episodes. Uh, as you all know, there is a writer's strike and now an actor's strike ongoing in Hollywood, which means that not only are the writers not writing episodes for the future, actors are refusing to do anything, including promoting their own work. So a lot of things are getting pushed back because of that. But let's dive into the news we do have. Real quick, before we dive into the news, we do want to say one thing. We are very excited to let you know that this will be our first, and maybe only, probably not only, but this is our first time recording all together in one room. So if you like hearing us all together or we sound like complete garbage, please let us know. <laughs> uh, but Joe, let's hear some news in The Witcher. All right. So the news we have for The Witcher is that... Uh, the final episodes of season three just barely dropped for The Witcher. So if you haven't started it or if you already have, you can now finish all of season three on my list. So now, despite the fact that there's been a lot of uh, backlash about Henry leaving the show, big divergences in lore, this is still a hit for Netflix. It's not the huge hit they had in season one, but it is still one of their more popular shows. And so season four is still a go. They have other shows on Netflix? Yeah, they do. Um, okay. So, uh, in, in the game world, we had patch 4.04 for uh, the Witcher: The Wild Hunt uh, released. Um, now, for if you're if you're playing on the Switch, this is a lot of new content coming to that uh, platform. So, uh, yeah, if, if that's where you play, be sure to check out all the new content they've just released there. Um, it also introduces a few pieces like monsters that are exclusive to the Netflix series. So, it is bringing them into. Uh, other parts such as uh, I haven't played this new content, and oh, it, they just say that they have. They just they have it. So we got to play it. Like, what I hope they have is the body monster. Oh, when we talk, I was like, I mean, that thing is disturbing and grotesque. But also, you know, as much as people bag on some of the Netflix stuff, I think that was a really creation, especially the people screaming the entire time. Like, please stop hurting us. Yeah, I'm terrifying you now. So that's a that's a good one. We'll get to it when we get to it, like for you. But uh, yeah, so that was news there. Um, so D and D, we have nothing new. Uh, every release dates and books and all that we've covered that in uh, previous months. They've just like reannounced that kind of stuff. Baldur's Gate, as we mentioned before, is coming out in just a few days on the sixth of August. You can play Baldur's Gate three. So a lot of people are very excited. So that'll be full game. No early access, nothing, just the full game. So definitely looking forward to playing through a couple 
couple versions with my friends, seeing how that goes. Yeah, we're your friends. And Eli and I will definitely be, be going to Evolve There's Gates together at some point. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, uh, Game of Thrones news. Once again, no news. Uh, you know, we have the TV and actors strike, and George takes forever to write the books. Lord of the Rings, we actually do have news, right? So, we... We did hear that uh, Warner Brothers was uh, looking at making some new movies. Um, and a lot of fans are not thrilled about this. Like, a lot of people have not liked The Rings of Power. Um, I don't know if you heard, but even Jess Bezos, like, ranted at the production team. He's like, you guys had almost a billion dollars, and you did not produce a hit. You produced something a lot of people don't watch. What is going on here? Rings of Power? Yeah, this is the series on Amazon. And they... They really walked away from or changed a lot of fundamental lore. It just left a bad taste in a lot of like, or fans' mouths, you know. Hey, you got you got to pitch to your fans. You don't you don't pitch yeah. to people who talk. You pitch to people. Who... Yeah, well, and I think that was a big thing with Rings of Power. There was a lot of you know, gender and identity politics put in there. Be like, your show is not for politicians. It's for these fans, and these are the people who you have not you know catered to. So yeah, I mean, it, it looked like just like somebody looking at me. Here's your core demographic. Be like, yes, but we decided not to sell to them. Do they want to sell to these strangers over here whose opinions we care about? And they don't even know what a Balrog is. It's, um, you know, like it, it looked like, like, and I think that we see that a lot in, in a lot of newer fandoms being produced is you've got these executives and producers making, you know, these films for a political audience. And that's not the core audience. Did you mention Kathleen Kennedy? Oh, you just, we talked about that last time. Oh, okay. So I was just, but yeah, so, you know, so execs who do that. Yeah. And I, so I think we're seeing a lot of that, but we're also seeing whenever that's done, they're losing hundreds of millions of dollars every time. So I, I don't think that trend will continue because it's going to either kill off these companies or get these executives fired. At some point, somebody's going to be like, you know what we should do? Make content for the people who like the content. And then they'll pay us for that content. Yeah. We'll make more of it. They'll pay us more. So crazy! Like, like people have been doing that all the years. Yeah, like it's just a it's just a new trend in like the last twenty years where they're like, we'll be political. You really catered to the politicians and the people whose political opinions we care about. Who talk louder the spending money? So, but like, no, it doesn't do that. The comic book guys, the comic book guys, they do such. But the big news here in Lord of the Rings is they reached out to Peter Jackson, be like, hey, will you come back for these? You did such a great job. With the Hobbit and the and the and the original trilogy, I'm interested in coming back. Now he hasn't answered as far as we know, but they have. He is the guy they want for the project, okay. which is hopeful, right? He really knocked it out of the park. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so he, the Hobbits he did not do as well on, but he even admitted that he was not given a timeline that was fair. He said no initially. Lord of the Rings, yeah, he movies, holy crap. Watch them every year if you consider yourself a nerd or forever get your nerd ass taken from you. But yeah, so, I mean, we are hoping he'll say yes. And I mean, even though, but he, like, he, he may have admitted The Hobbit wasn't as good, I still feel like he did a great job. Oh, the Hobbits on their own are phenomenal movies. The Hobbits compared to The Lord of the Rings, yeah. That all that was short. Yeah, they definitely fall short to The Lord of the Rings. But The Hobbits on their own are still light years ahead of most films. Yeah, it's still a great job there. And then in Brandon Sanderson's, uh, we did mention Secret Project 3 was going out last time. We now have the name. You can now pick it up, uh, Audible, Amazon, wherever it is you want to get your stories. This is Uni and the Nightmare Painter. All right. That's it for the fantasy news.
All right, we'll do sci-fi. Now, with the uh, strike going on, I'll, I'll be talking a bit about that. But if you want to support the strike, uh, www.sagaftra.org has a lot of good resources for you. Um, that is S-A-G-A. Tell people why people want to support the strike as well. Let me go ahead and finish the website first. <laughs> Falcon. No, I want to strike. So SAG-AFTRA is spelled S-A-G-A-F-T-R-A dot org. Um, and essentially all they are really pulling for is that they will be paid off of streams. That is what they are not getting. Um, because before, we had talked about this a little bit, right? Before uh, streaming was big, writers were getting paid for just every time something was sold. You get a percentage. Right. If, if an episode aired... You'd get paid with yeah, yeah. So the syndication, right? So let's say you write some of the Friends episodes in the '90s. Anytime they show Friends on TV in the early aughts, you get a piece of that because you were one of the writers. But if they show it on Netflix, because it's streamable, so that's what they're fighting for. So if you want to stand by the people who created the work you love and make sure they get paid for your ease of access of being able to watch that while on the toilet or eating food in your house because you can stream it anywhere. Mm. Uh, it would be beneficial to go to sagathata.com. Sagastra. Oh, that's close. Dot .org. Dot .org. I was not close. Um, so there, there's digital support you can do. They have uh, you know, clip art and stuff for you there, um, as well as the hashtags and, and kind of what they want you to be saying, prompts, if you will. Um, they also have all their strikes, uh, schedule there and what they do want brought to the strike what they don't want brought to the strike um, oh, wow. and also volunteer work so if, if you want to support these guys that's how you can do it there um, if you like the shows or movies any shows or movies that you've seen in the past 3 to 20 years you probably want to support these guys if not then that's fine too and all you're getting though. alright so with the strike going on there was a chance that part two of Dune, uh, Dune part two, uh, release will be pushed back. Uh, right now, it is scheduled for November 1st. But if the strike continues past Labor Day this September, most likely will be pushed back to the spring of next year. Um, and I imagine this call is because the actors will do zero press. Yeah, then. Uh, and, and, and so that... This really got them, like, on their heels. And it's a, it's a big, this is going to be a big movie, you know, and, and, and they don't want to risk it flopping. Also, you know, they're planning on doing uh, number three, uh, Messiah. Um, so, you know, I think they are really hedging their bets here. Now, in book news, we do have Princess of Dune coming out October 3rd. This is from Brian Herbert and Jason Anderson. Uh, this will be two years before the first book, and this is about uh, Princess Rulion and Chi. I don't know these people. Chani? Chani. So these are the two women that, so uh, Chani is the... The Fremen girl? The Fremen girl that he falls in love with. And Princess Rulion is the princess he marries to take legal control of the empire. Right, so so this is essentially his two wives. One he loves, 
one movie. Come that really cool. Yeah. Let's just circle back real quick. You called Zendaya Zeta. No, Zeta's fine. We can call her Zeta. There's Zeta tubes in DC. We can call her Zeta. That's that's totally fine with me. <laughs> All right, on to cyberpunk news. We have a new cyberpunk comic out, written by. This is a Polish name, Martus Stabor. Um, Martus Stabor. He is known for writing other uh, uh, cyberpunk comics as well as uh, Witcher comics. He also wrote uh, cyberpunk Edge Runners. Um, so like that a little lot. Um, and then he just had a movie come out called Mister Car, Mister Car and the Knights Templar. Is that for kids? Sounds like a treehouse book. Uh, it's it's like a an adventure book. Or adventure story, um, uh, buried treasure. A bunch of kids want to find it. There's a so this main adventure. I would say that Cyberpunk uh, Edge Runners was not for kids. No, not at all. Like Mr. Carr and Knights Templar. Sounds not only does it rhyme, which I don't think it was on purpose. I I believe this is in Mr. Carr and the Knights Templar. Okay, good. If it rhymed in Polish too. <laughs> Can't confirm. Couldn't tell you. Anyway, so this this new comic book series coming out. This is part one of four. Um, and it's Cyberpunk XOXO. This is a Romeo and Juliet top type story, but in Cyberpunk world. So it still could be for adults. Yeah. Uh, it'll hit stores on October 18th, but you can ask your local comic shop to pre-order it for you now. All right, on to my Xenoverse. We have a new Aliens game on the way, brought to us by Servos. Servos makes VR games. This will be a single-player action horror with the Unreal Engine. This will be a new story set in between Alien and Aliens. This one will definitely be a VR game, uh, but it can be played otherwise. Um, Prey won six Emmy Awards. Looks like it'll be coming to Blu-ray and 4K, um, along with some merch, um, collectibles, like, uh, figurines, t-shirts, clothing, and whatnot. Yes, Joe? No, just, yes, Joe, it will be coming too. <laughs> now, for Noah Holloway's Alien, the series that he has started filming... Um, and then the strike hit. Um, so there were agreements made before the strike. And so they're kind of working with that, but there are two of the main actors that are part of SAG. Um, and so they are not filming. So right now they're filming without two of their main actors, probably trying to just film everything else that they can, um, until the end of the strike. But this is a setup in Thailand. They're spending a lot of money, so they felt like they had to move forward. But it is definitely going to be difficult for them moving forward on making the Alien series. That is my news for today. Thank you, Eli. I have just some points I want to touch on for my news. We've got over most of mine. I don't have any big ones coming out. Flash movie came out. Uh, 
getting DC movies are getting a lot of backlash the past couple of years because we've had some bad ones, but also people love being negative and feeding negativity. So that movie was good. It's just surrounded. There was a lot of negativity leading up to it. And then the way that Warner Brothers kind of handled the transition was not ideal just because we have uh, James Gunn coming over from Marvel. He's out saying that he was going to come over and all this stuff. The time that they did it and when they released The Flash was not ideal because they already had Guardians coming out from Marvel. Uh, so there's a lot going on there, but movie's worth watching. Uh, we got released a new trailer. That the Flash one? Mm-hmm. We got a new trailer for Blue Beetle. Uh, mm-hmm. We get to see him with the armor a little bit more, communicating with it. In the comics, I always liked how when it was written, the the alien tech talked to him in like an alien language or it would click at him, but he couldn't understand it. In this one, it's a female's voice to make it easier for the audience. See. But it always made, made more sense that he could understand it and you couldn't, so it always just looked like he was a psychopath. He didn't even hear it. Uh, his family's in it. They know he's the Blue Beetle, which is interesting. It's a step away from the comics. So in the comics, he spends a lot of time from ages 16 to 19 hiding from his family. That he has the suits. They want to go skateboarding, mom, but he's going to save the world with Batman. And so in this one, they find out basically when he gets it, which is going to be a step away from what a lot of comic fans know, which would be fun. Uh, and then we get what else do we have going on? Oh, HBO has a new show. It's called My Adventures with Superman. It is adorable. It's Clark Kent. Uh, and his uh, friends at the Daily Planet that he starts working with when he starts, since Clark Kent becoming Superman, but he meets Lois Lane and uh, Jimmy. I forgot his last name, but they're uh, well, news, Jimmy Olsen, and they're a news team. I would like to just point one thing out. One of the unique things about Superman is he's Superman. Clark Kent is his alter ego. Kinda, yeah. Uh, when when he's like in his prime, yes, of course. But like Superman's kind of the opposite of Batman because Superman basically lives two full lives. He is Superman and he is Clark Kent. He, whereas Batman just pretends to be Bruce Wayne. He pretends to be both. Like he's not really either. It's kind of weird, but yeah. Uh, so in this one, it starts out before he's Superman. So he has the powers and everything, but he's just trying to be Clark Kent, and he's you know shy and timid. And then he needs to save some dumb reporters who are getting into more than they should. This sounds like Smallville, except starting when he's grown up. Yeah, it's pretty darn good. It's a cartoon. It's adorable. It's got some, you know, romantic overtones. And I, I definitely recommend it. They're releasing it episode by episode every Friday. So I'm going to wait another week for it. Uh, but that, and then... We've already talked about MonsterVerse, but anytime I can, I'll talk about it because I'm just excited for the next one coming out. Uh, but that's that's going to be everything in my universes. Right. We hope that's kept you up to date, gives you somewhere to look for new stuff. As Eli said, as the actor and uh, writer strike goes on, the comics are still coming out, or even uh, you know books if you're into D&D or Brandon Sanderson. You know, we're still getting those forms of the entertainment are still being produced, so you get it there. Thanks for joining us. Bye.